Murder, scandal, infidelity, drugs, and secrets. If only these walls could talk. Welcome to the Halloween bonus episode of Hollywoodland Unsolved, Hollywood's most haunted hotels. I'm your host, Ansley. I must warn you that this episode may be frightening to listeners under the age of 13, so listener discretion is advised. Hollywood is a city built on history, glamour, and scandal. And with so many iconic monuments so accessible, I love learning about the different histories of the places I visit on a daily basis. What I have learned is that not only does Los Angeles have some of the most gorgeous hotels, but boy oh boy do they have quite scandalous histories. So, in the spirit of Halloween, I wanted to give you guys a tour of some of Hollywood's most iconic and haunted hotels. Let's start with the Hollywood Roosevelt. With a booming history and gorgeous architecture, the Roosevelt Hotel is one of the most recognizable spots in Hollywood. Located almost directly across from the Chinese Theater on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, this haunted Hollywood hotel was built in 1926 and is named after President Roosevelt. It's the oldest continually operating hotel in Los Angeles and just got a major facelift in recent years. Located at the 7,000 block of Hollywood Boulevard, the Roosevelt Hotel cost $2.5 million, that's $34.5 million today, to complete, and opened on May 15th in 1927. Entering the hotel through large double doors on Hollywood Boulevard, guests are immediately greeted with a rich Spanish-style two-story lobby, hand-painted beams, a large sitting area, and a bar. The room is dark and has a moody but upscale feel. It's a stark contrast to the vintage Hollywood glamour of the outdoor pool. The hotel has 300 rooms and suites, multiple ballrooms and conference rooms, as well as all of the modern amenities. Bars and nightclubs, rooftop deck, Wi-Fi, and even babysitting services. Some of the hotel's famous guests include Marilyn Monroe, Charlie Chaplin, and Clark Gable. The first Academy Awards were held at the Roosevelt in 1929, and the hotel became known for hosting many celebrity parties and premieres. Rooms at this iconic Hollywood hotel start at about $300 and boast a gorgeous you-should-be-seen-here pool with a Tropicana poolside bar. People claim the ghost of movie star Cliff Montgomery still walked the halls of the Roosevelt and has even been heard practicing his trumpet walking the ninth floor. Another ghost that's said to haunt the Roosevelt is Marilyn Monroe. She frequented the hotel in her modeling days, and it's said that she did her very first modeling shoot at the pool of the hotel. Guests claim to have seen her in a number of mirrors throughout the hotel, specifically in Suite 1200, her old room. There are also stories of security guards seeing guests enjoying themselves in the pool on security cameras, but when the tapes are watched back, no one's there. Moving from Hollywood to West Hollywood, let's look at another notable haunted Hollywood hotel, the Chateau Marmont. Converted to a hotel in the 1930s, this gorgeous castle-like structure is still a well-known spot full of Hollywood glamour. Famously known for banning Lindsay Lohan in 2012, this is probably one of the most infamous Hollywood hotels. Located off of the glamorous Sunset Strip, the Chateau Marmont didn't originally open as a hotel, but as LA's first earthquake-proof apartment building. It was converted to a hotel in the 1930s and has remained operating as one ever since. 
The hotel has a reputation full of misbehavior and scandal, with the head of Columbia Pictures, Harry Cohen, telling two young stars, quote, if you must get in trouble, do it at the Chateau Marmont. Rooms at the Chateau start at just over $550. As far as hauntings go, John Belushi of Saturday Night Live, who famously overdosed in Bungalow 3, is said to haunt the halls of the Chateau Marmont. According to a report by the Travel Channel, quote, The most notorious incident occurred in 1999, when a family temporarily moved into Bungalow 3 while their house was being renovated. The family's two-year-old son was often found laughing and giggling by himself. When asked what he was laughing at, he would respond, quote, The funny man. When his mother was leafing through a book of celebrity guests at the Chateau Marmont, the boy pointed to John Belushi and exclaimed, The funny man! End quote. Ooh, creepy. Heading back to Hollywood, just a few blocks from the Roosevelt Hotel, is another apartment building turned hotel, the Knickerbocker. Well, apartment turned hotel turned assisted living center, I should say. Located in the heart of Hollywood at 1714 Ivar Avenue, the building opened as apartments in 1925 and then operated as a hotel in 1929. The Knickerbocker was said to have hosted a number of celebrities, including Marilyn Monroe and Joe DiMaggio, as well as being the backdrop to Francis Farmer's famous dramatic arrest. Harry Houdini's widow did her 10th seance to contact the dead magician on the rooftop of the hotel on Halloween night in 1936. Another tragedy to strike the Knickerbocker happened in 1962, when MGM costume designer Irene Gibbs checked into a room under a false name and attempted to slit her wrists. When that failed to end her life, she then jumped to her death out of a 14th floor window. Allegedly, her body was found on top of the hotel awning later that night. Yikes. According to a Curbed Los Angeles article, quote, It's alleged that Monroe stuck around post-mortem and haunts the ladies' room. The bar is taken by the ghost of Rudolph Valentino. A maintenance worker told The Hollywood Reporter last year that a woman who threw herself off of the rooftop continues to haunt the Knickerbocker since it was converted into senior apartments. Quote, Many have seen her when I work in the basement. Shadows go by and doors close and open by themselves. End quote. He might have been referencing the dress costume designer to the stars, Irene, a.k.a. Mrs. Irene Gibbs, who threw herself off the 11th floor of the building in 1962, according to a Los Angeles Times report from November 16th of that year. Who is not haunting the Knickerbocker? Harry Houdini. His wife tried for a decade to contact him via an annual seance on the roof, but he never appeared. End quote. So there are some conflicting stories as to which floor Irene Gibbs jumped from, but either way, her ghost is still said to haunt the building. As the 60s rolled on and Hollywood began to deteriorate, the Knickerbocker followed suit and soon closed its doors as a hotel. It now stands as an assisted living center about a block away from the Capitol Records building in Hollywood. But the large red lights from the iconic sign still light up the Hollywood skyline. Moving downtown, we move to the Millennium Biltmore Hotel. The Biltmore has seen many celebrities and scandals. You might remember it as being the place where Elizabeth Short was last seen. It's held the Oscars, Democratic National Conventions, premieres, underground nightclubs, and is home to a number of mysterious circumstances. Located at 605 South Grand Avenue in downtown Los Angeles, this L.A. landmark has 683 guest rooms, a historical pool and spa, 
full gym, a large workspace with multiple meeting rooms, and multiple dining options. Built in 1921, the hotel cost over $10 million to construct. The hotel is still operating today and is designated as a historical cultural landmark. While researching the hotel, one of the top hits I got on Google was a TripAdvisor review with the title, quote, Haunted, with five exclamation marks. I have to read it to you because it's so interesting. Quote, I stayed here for the first time in mid-September. I chose it for its charm and knew it was going to be a building that was old and not updated based on reading reviews. It was not the cleanest, but it wasn't filthy either. And it was not the -the run-of-the-mill hotel. Stayed for four nights. Felt creepy the minute I got there. Third night, I woke up in bed shaking and saw a blue orb size of a basketball and a dark cloud above my bed, which hovered there for 15 minutes. I was alone and so scared, so I began to pray. I have never seen a ghost or anything of the sort before in my life. Found out later the place has a reputation of being haunted. That weekend, I also found out they had a convention of people who seek to locate demons and ghosts, so maybe they brought them in. This experience has changed me. I still feel fear as I know these things exist. The food and service was excellent. Walls are thin and could hear everything outside. Not peaceful and quiet at all, as I heard everything downtown as if the windows were open. End quote. Thank you, Sue B., for that insightful review. I will make sure to go for dinner, but not stay the night. Now let's move to West L.A. The Beverly Hills Hotel and the Hotel Bel Air both exude luxury and have histories full of Hollywood gossip. According to the website for the Beverly Hills Hotel, quote, Like Hollywood itself, the history of the Beverly Hills Hotel is a 20th century tale of glamour, riches, and romance. The Celebrity Hotel in Los Angeles was built in 1912, before there even was a city called Beverly Hills. Hoping to ignite a land rush, developer Burton Green, president of Rodeo Land and Water Company, bought the land once owned by the Mexican government in the foothill of the Santa Monica Mountains. End quote. The Beverly Hills Hotel is located about five minutes from Greystone Mansion. Rooms at the Beverly Hills Hotel start at about 600 bucks. Yikes. And the palm leaf and pink style of the hotel has made it as famous as some of its guests. While this hotel isn't haunted per se, it has been the backdrop for a number of Hollywood parties, meltdowns, and movie shoots. Celebrity sightings here are a norm, and the decor is iconic. One journalist at the New York Post put it, quote, The Beverly Hills Hotel is where you go to be seen. The Hotel Bel Air is where you go to hide out. So let's move to the Hotel Bel Air. According to the Huffington Post, the hotel sits on 18 acres in Bel Air, and, quote, developer Joseph Don envisioned a coral hue oasis, elegant pastoral hotel hideaway, complete with pool, Spanish colonial architecture, lush gardens, and a lake to go with them and swans with that, end quote. As with its sister hotel, the Beverly Hills Hotel, there isn't much scandal that has happened or has been reported at the Hotel Bel Air. They want to keep up their this-is-a-place-where-secrets-stay reputation. Rooms at the Hotel Bel Air started about 500 bucks, and at this secluded star-studded hotel, you get a luxury gym, fancy restaurants, gorgeous foliage and grounds, and like it was reported in the Huffington Post article, swans. Entering the hotel through lush gardens, this place is the epitome of luxury. 
As far as scandals go, Misha Barton pulled a little bit of a Lindsay Lohan when her credit card was declined and the Hotel Bel Air kicked her out. Whoops. This was also the spot where the nanny that had the affair with Ben Affleck hid after that scandal broke. Not a bad place to be held up, if you ask me. I want to add a bonus haunted Hollywood hotel that's not quite in Hollywood, but is definitely a hotel and is definitely haunted. The Queen Mary. I added this one after the map was finished, so it's not on there, but I want to share it with you guys anyway. Built in the 1930s, the Queen Mary is a massive ship that's docked in the Long Beach Harbor. I recently stayed there for a film festival, and everyone who worked on the ship had multiple haunting stories. The massive ship with three black and red steam funnels is about 1.5 times the size of the Titanic, and it was a very active ship until it docked in the Long Beach Harbor in the 60s. Its last voyage was from Southampton on Halloween in 1967 to Long Beach, California, where it's still docked today and has been deemed one of the most haunted places in the United States. The massive ship features multiple ballrooms, restaurants, and bars. The ship is known to be haunted and even does paranormal ship walks and dining with the spirits experiences. This place is so haunted, there's a whole site dedicated to the Queen Mary Ghost Cam. I had to close the browser because the images were freaking me out, but I will put the link in the show notes so you guys can see it. The ship is so massive and old that there are all kinds of unexplained noises and creaking. And while we were there, there was a number of weird things that we felt but never saw anything. According to one report on hauntings of the Queen Mary, quote, During her 60-year history, the Queen Mary was the site of 49 reported deaths, so there are plenty of potential spirits to haunt her hallways. Reported hauntings include a young crewman in the engine room, swimmers in the first-class pool, a man in black, and a woman in blue. In the Hotel Queen Mary, room B340 is said to be the most haunted place on the ship. While we were there, we learned about room B340, the most haunted room on the ship, And according to Curb's LA write-up on the Queen Mary, there was a number of other haunted spots on the ship. Quote, Ghosts have been spotted in the Queen Mary's engine room, door 13, crushed a couple of people to death. The first-class swimming pool, unused for decades, a woman has been spotted in a 1930s bathing suit, wandering the decks. People have seen a young girl with a teddy bear. The second-class swimming pool, another little girl, is said to have drowned. The Queen's salon, a young woman in an evening dress, and several of the first-class staterooms are said to be haunted. A 1930s man, as well as lights and water running, phones ringing with no one being there. And then the third-class children's playroom. People hear a baby crying, end quote. Walking around the ship, you definitely get a feeling of something eerie. And we talked about doing a ghost tour, but didn't want to freak myself out and learn about all of the paranormal things that could haunt me while I had to sleep on the ship for two days. But if you guys are ever in LA, I highly recommend checking it out because you walk in and you're instantly hit with history. While we were there, the staff loved to offer up their stories about the hauntings on the Queen Mary. Our waitress told us about the haunted room B340 and how they had renovated it and the owner of the ship was going to stay there that night. We don't know what happened or if he saw anything, but it was enough to freak us out. Another thing that happened was we went into the Sir Winston's restaurant and they have a cute little bar that's attached to it. 
And down there, the piano player who had worked there for 30 years told us multiple stories of a woman who was pushed back in one of the other restaurants by an unseen spirit and faucets turning off in multiple of the staterooms. And while we didn't see anything, I definitely felt something. And it was enough for me to say, okay, this place is haunted. If you want more episodes like this based on Hollywood's history and not as much on scandal, let me know. Tweet me at HollywoodlandPC or email me at HollywoodlandPod at gmail.com. And make sure you check out the map for this episode. Brian Belzerini went above and beyond for you guys. It is amazing. I've also included all of the addresses for the hotels in the show notes. As per usual, a complete reference list is included in the show notes and on the website. All elements of Hollywoodland Unsolved are produced by me, with graphics and maps by Brian Balzarini and music by my amazing father. <laughs> <laughs>